Oh, motherfucker, you can't have my cornbread. That's for damn sure. Because if you try to take my cornbread, part two of my killing spree gonna begin up in here on your ass right now. If you think about my cornbread, they get the taste out your mouth. That's for damn sure. Now, fuck him. Fuck this. Because I'm from New York City, goddammit. Nobody take no cornbread from me. That go for you and any other you motherfucking farmers wanna try some shit. You fuck around with me, it's gonna be consequences and repercussions. Styles here with me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome to another episode of the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Send a special shout out to all of our Facebook Live viewers right now. Make sure y'all continue to tune in. Click the like button on the Facebook page. Also, you can follow us on our YouTube channel. Click the subscribe button. And on Instagram at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at Barbershop SPOR2. Maestro, what's good, man? How we feeling? Cooler, man. Cooler, man. Uh, Super Bowl week, man. Super Bowl it week. I guess Super we got to. Yeah, I guess we got to get into the predictions and all that good shit. Yeah, yeah, we'll definitely do do that. Uh, I guess we could do that a little later in the in the show. Um, but there is a few things that I got on the list for the night that we could, you know, rap about. Um, before the big game, but um, this uh, this falling out over the uh, lawsuit by Brian Flores uh, lawsuit to the NFL for uh, racism and you know the way they you know interview black coaches and the hiring process and all that stuff. So I guess when we last left off, um, nobody had kind of come forward and kind of co-signed with what Brian Flores was talking about. And then right after we, you know, wrapped up the pod last week, uh, Hugh Jackson came out and was talking about how um, the Cleveland Browns from, I think it was 2016 to 2018, uh, when they had that, they had the 0-16 record. And then before that, they had the 1-15 record. And then, the, and then his third year was, I think they let him go like in the middle of the year, which I think was Baker's uh, first year there. Mm-hmm. Um, but he claimed that the Cleveland Browns offered him money to take games as well. Um, you and I were kind of. He kind of backtracked back on it, though. Bit. He did. He did. Because um, we were kind of going back and forth on, uh, on Twitter about him possibly accepting money. But yeah, he backtracked on it. Um, you know, he was kind of doing his interview tour. He was he was on New York radio. He was on um, First Take last week, and he was on uh, Ryan Clark's podcast with uh, Channing mm-hmm. Crowder and uh, 
Pivot Podcast. Yep, yep, yep. Shout out to them. Um, But yeah, you you, you alluded to it. He backtracked on the whole accepting money part of the deal there. So uh, um, your your, your thoughts about uh, at least with Hugh Jackson and the Cleveland Browns, I think... I think I know where this is going, and I think you feel the same way I do. Um, well, I don't feel – if I'm being honest with you, I don't feel no way about it. Um, I mean, he, all, all he kind of did was, you know, say some of the same things that Brian Flores uh, was trying to say, you know, that essentially that there isn't um, – we aren't really set up to succeed as, or they aren't really set up to succeed as black coaches in the NFL. Um, and, 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 you know, just kind of more so built on that. I, I think the bigger thing that came from the conversation, at least from my vantage point, was the uh, conversation that they had about Mike Tomlin specifically, where, uh, you know, he said he understood uh, Mike Tomlin in the sense that, uh, you know, you're in a situation where it's either you keep your job or you try to, uh, you know, give opportunity to black coaches. Um, and basically, but basically said that he felt like Tomlin uh, should be or has to be, unfortunately, has to be kind of the guy who starts to give opportunities to black coaches um, because of because of his track record. You know, all these yeah. years, no losing seasons. You know, he is the or. At, at that time of that podcast was the uh, single black coach in the league at the time. So um, it was like, you know, he was kind of putting a, I don't, I don't want to say he was putting a target on his back. Cause I don't think that was, but he definitely, I'm going to tell you how it happened to me. Um, I walked into work uh, one day last week and somebody was like, yeah. So what you got to say about Mike Tom and talk uh, about uh, Hugh Jackson talking shit about your coach. And and immediately I got into defense mode because I wasn't ready to hear that shit. And I had, but I hadn't seen the podcast. But it was it was presented to me as if Hugh Jackson was talking shit about Mike Tomlin, and and you know he wasn't. He was more so just making a point, which was a valid point. After yeah. I, I went, I went to go watch the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, that was a more that was more of a striking conversation than the totality of Hugh Jackson coming on and saying, you know, uh, Cleveland uh, paid him to lose. And uh, I, I, I think what he meant for those who aren't aware, it was more like, you know, basically they wouldn't put him in position to win. Yeah. So they was just paying him to lose. Not more, not 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 you know what it's not the same situation that Brian Flores is alleging where right. you know I'm going to pay you something extra to um you know to, to lose the games. For a minute. And just to cut mm-hmm. you for a minute. He he made specifically clear that there were stipulations in his contract that he had no idea was there. So they were basically sort of paying him under the conditions of his contract to coach the team. So that's how he basically backtracked off of what he said initially about taking money for um, losing games. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But I, I guess to kind of put a, a, a stamp on it and, and a week later, um, a week later after the Brian Flores was Brian Flores story was reported, um, you know, as, you know, you noticed the calm down. Have you noticed he knew this? that? 
And we knew that. Yeah, that was you know what I'm happen. saying? Yep. Well, I, I well, I, I don't know that I knew that last week and, and you know what I'm saying? Because last week I was speaking about it possibly, you know, possibly being as big or almost as big as the Colin Kaepernick story. Um, it doesn't seem it doesn't seem like it's picking up that kind of steam. I think that because we're leading up to the Super Bowl, I think that's a part of why this is kind of calmed down. Because I think the league, in its best interest, they want everybody to focus on the big game coming up, and mm-hmm. understandably so. Um, the other half of it is though, his lawyers were doing interview rounds. They were on New York radio doing interviews. They were national radio doing interviews, talking about their relationship. Because his lawyer, they used to go to school back in Brownsville, Brooklyn, you know, back in the day together. So, um, so, you know, there's that connection. And I think once those interviews kind of died down, then the next thing you know, the teams that haven't found coaches yet, you know, Miami got their guy, um, the Saints, you know, got Dennis Allen, and Lovey Smith was promoted to head coach of the Texans. So I think all that stuff um, just kind of was the news at that point, was the rest of the openings in the NFL. Do you take anything from um, it? It seems like co- uh, it seemed like teams right after uh, Flores' um, lawsuit, it seemed like those other positions started to get filled quickly. And uh, they started to get filled quickly by white coaches. Um, do you take anything from that at all outside of the norm? No, because I think they would have okay. filled it up even without this lawsuit. Just my opinion. Okay. And do you think it would have been filled up with white coaches is what I'm more getting at? Um, basically, you're asking, would Lovey Smith be the head coach of the Houston Texans? Uh, no. I don't think so. <laughs> I, I don't think so. I, I think they were on this Josh McCown train that people have been mm-hmm. talking about. And we know who Josh McCown is. The dude never coached in the NFL. He was a former player. He coached on a high school level, never coached in the college pro, or in the pros. And people was like, yo, these dudes really about to hire Josh McCown. And mm-hmm. I think because they were one of the last few teams to find their Hey, coach, they just went ahead and said, hey, you know what? Let's just say face. We got Lovey in the building right now. He knows our system. He knows what we're trying to do. Let's just go that route. And, you know, let, let's just kind of nip it in the bud. Now, they're still saying that they want to add Josh McCown to the coaching staff, which is, a you know, which is sort of a code word for he's waiting in the wings, until you know they find whatever excuse to get rid of Lovey Smith, I, right. I, I could see I could see that coming. Um, yeah, but yeah. I, but I think you were trying to say something. Um, I hope I answered your question because I, I, it sounded like oh no no well more, um I was more so getting that uh I Lovey Smith was hired after after it all happened, but my, uh, Mike McDaniel I believe his name is from San Fran was hired Mike McDonald yeah. Uh, Dennis Adam was hired afterwards. Um, It felt like, and and it could just be me being, you know, sensitive to the whole Brian Flores situation. But um, it seemed like those white coaches was hired pretty fast. Um, And and Lovey Smith was being promoted. But Lovey Smith is, uh, 
you know, Lovey Smith, who was once in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm, 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 you know, I guess I'm, I guess I'm still, maybe, maybe it's all white coaches that's been hired, man. Oh, except for Lovey yeah, Smith. It's and all I, white and I like, and I like how people try to say, Hey, you know, Mike McDonald, he's interracial. He's, and it's like, look, yeah, he don't look like me. Okay. He, Okay, cool. He got some black in him. That's cool. And well, and congratulations like for him you getting a job. And congratulations for him getting a job. I don't want it to seem yeah. like I'm hating on anybody getting a job. Is it, right. but it is still the conversation is still about representation. And unfortunately, you know, some white coaches or uh, you know, mixed coaches or however. Yeah. Um, but this ain't. But for me, it ain't even about mixed coaches. It's about. Uh, Spanish representation is about black representation. I mean, in some respects, Asian and, and not even some in all respects, Asian representation is about seeing different types of coaches, uh, in, you know, coaching teams. I think it's yeah. that's that's a, that's what it's about. So, yeah. uh, you know, the fact that we're going into this year with only two black coaches and then uh, Robert, uh, the Jets coaches, Salah and then Muslim, this yeah. Mike McDaniel and then this Mike McDaniel, um, you know, and then Ron Rivera, you know, like Ron we Rivera. got, you know, we got some, but we know, got diversity. Still, we got diversity. We got yeah, diversity. Yeah, but it's not enough. To, in my book, in my book, and, and for what I think, uh, the ruling rule was supposed to represent, even though it hasn't been executed that way. Um, we don't have enough representation um, in yeah. the NFL and on on the uh, sideline. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you, man. Um, but, I mean, I, I think to kind of play devil's advocate for a minute here, um, let's say the Dolphins did wait until after the Super Bowl. Maybe there's a coach on one of those two staffs that maybe they're eyeing, and then maybe they just say, you know what, we're not going to rush it. Maybe let's go get our guy until after the big game is done. So maybe you could You talking about the Dolphins? Way. Talking about the Dolphins or anybody that – didn't get their coach after the news of the lawsuit came down. Oh, okay. I'm going to say the only vacancy left is the Vikings. um, The Vikings have their coach. Um, Oh, who they hire? I forget. Uh, White dude. I forget. I forget the guy's name. I'm sure it'll come to me. You sure? I'm I'm positive. I'm positive. The Vikings got their guy. (laughs) It's funny. I just had to list up. Of names, and yeah. Okay, about sex, I don't know who they. Have. I don't know. Okay, I take your word for it. Yeah, yeah. I, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, 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 I thought because I, 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 I was getting ready to say the McDonald dude, but the McDonald dude went. To, he just got hired. Um, yeah, Miami. He, he he went to Miami. So, um, yeah, it, it'll it'll come to me at some point. But, uh, yeah, and and you know, speaking of the Vikings, that's a team that hired a black general manager and I was right. cool with that. And that, you know, that was all great. And then I thought know, that was Chicago, bro. I swear that was Chicago that did that. Chicago did it too. Ryan Poles. Right. From, from the chiefs. Yeah. Yeah. The, the bears did okay. it too. So okay. we got, so basically we got, we got two black general managers and we got one and a half, I guess you could say one and a half black <laughs> men. Yeah, I guess you got to respect that. If, if, if he had black, you got to respect it. Yep, yep. So, I mean, that's where we're at. I I wish that 
the Vikings and the Bears GMs would have went a similar route in picking the black coach, but you know that that's you know another you know, well and ever in ever positive in ever positive black representation news. Uh, Lewis Riddick uh, interviewed with Pittsburgh for the GM job today, so fingers crossed. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I thought he was a guy that should have been in the front office someplace. After he had that Eagles job some years ago, I thought mm-hmm. he should have been somewhere, man. Well, I'm hoping that Pittsburgh go ahead and pull the trigger and pull, you know what I'm saying? And obviously, we just upgraded uh, Terrell Austin from um, from down in the ranks. I think he was the uh, – I want to say he was a cornerback coach. I'm not 100% sure. But mm-hmm. he's the new defensive coordinator in Pittsburgh. Um, so, you know, for all the uh, criticism, Tomlin has officially hired his first uh, black coach in, you know, in, in the uh, coordinator role. So, there you go. Right, right, right. Uh, Kevin O'Connell is the Vikings head coach. Uh, probably um, why I didn't read that because I don't even remember that name, doesn't even sound familiar. Kevin O'Connell is on the Rams coaching staff, if I'm not mistaken. So he's okay. still working, he's still working. So, gotcha. Okay, All right. so but speaking of, um, I, I, I guess you, you kind of went into you know what Pittsburgh's you know been going on there. Um, you know, it looks like the AFC North or at least half of the AFC North is going through, you know, some changes also. Um, so, you know, we got rid of uh, Wink Martindale and uh, we got what's his name from Michigan who used to work for under, uh, his brother Jim to uh, run our defense. Mm, I'm not OK and, that he got a job that fast either. Who's that? I'm uh, sorry. Martindale? Wink? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, with the Giants, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got to drive fast as hell. Yeah. I mean, I be, I'm well, not saying it because, right? Yeah. Yeah. Lateral, lateral movement. Yeah. 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 I mean, he didn't get promoted or anything. So, but yeah, I mean, he did get that pretty quick. <laughs> I ain't, ain't going to Yeah. He, he yeah. Got he got that pretty, pretty quick. quick. Yeah. 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 So, so, yeah. So, you know, we, we've had some changes, you know, with the staff and all that, you know. Everybody wants Greg Roman up out of here. Um, you know, I'll be honest with you. Um, if if they let him go, they let him go. Um, you know, it, it is what it is. But um, for the sake of Lamar Jackson, I think you hold on to Greg Roman one more time and, you know, and see how this year pans out. Really? Yeah. I, 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 okay. think you do, I think you do like you did years ago when you had Cam Cameron as the offensive coordinator. You – you know, because everybody, you know, those couple, those first couple of years was hammering on Cam. And that one year that we went to the Super Bowl and won it was the year that we cut him right after we lost to RG3 in the game that uh, RG3 got his knee hit. Um, we, we fired Cam Cameron. And then that's when Jim Caldwell took over. So mm-hmm. so I could, I could see a situation like that happen for Greg Roman if this offense this coming year doesn't, you know, get back to that, you know, that 2019 form. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That, that, that's kind of where I'm at with that, bro. Um, so, uh, your girl, uh, Angela Rye is now a part of ESPN. I don't know if you've heard. I haven't heard. But, no, but I ain't gonna hold you. I uh-huh. was I can't remember. I haven't. You know, there was this 
the, you know, there was a point in time, maybe three years ago, where she was everywhere, and I and I just yeah. stopped hearing about her. Mm-hmm. And I was, I, I did wonder a little while, like, what happened to Angela Rye? So, what's she doing on ESPN? Uh, she is a course, a special correspondent. Um, so, like, she got an official I, job there. Yeah, she's hired by ESPN. Yes. Wow. So, my reaction to it was, well, they had someone like Angela Rye once upon a time, and that was. Jamel Hill. So, uh, yeah, I don't like that comparison. Well, why not? I don't know Angela Rye's sports history. I know Jamel Hill's well, sports history. Well, I, I wasn't. Documented. Well, let me let me let me clarify because I, I wasn't okay. speaking as a comparison from a sports standpoint. It was more so the fact that Jamel Hill, um, who talked about politics a lot while she was on that network you know you remember the things she said about donald trump the thing that ultimately you know that wasn't on espn no what's that that wasn't on espn no like i I, that was on twitter thing wasn't that particular thing wasn't but she was on espn's books when that did happen and i get that she was on twitter when she said that but for the most part um, people classified Jamel Hill as the one on ESPN that was the one that was going to, you know, talk that talk. You know what I'm saying? When it came to sports, when it came to politics and things like that. Um, yeah, I don't think I that. Kinda, I hear you. I'm I, not, I, 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 I put Angela Rye just in the political realm. I know she doesn't talk sports, but just in the political realm and how... Um, quote unquote loud. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a quote loud because I don't mean that she's like this loud, obnoxious, you know, female. I, I say that to say that, you know, they're gonna like they're gonna make the room uncomfortable, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Jamel Hill, when she was on ESPN, she made the room uncomfortable. And Angela Rye throughout huh? Did she? Yeah. She definitely did. Uh, yeah. She definitely the- did. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't, I don't see it. Your, I don't see it your way at all. Um, That's cool, but I, I don't, I, I, don't it, I don't. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Finish your thought. No, I was, I was just, I was just gonna say that's cool if you don't see it that way. But I think again, that was just my initial reaction after I, after hearing that she got hired by ESPN because you know she was on first take um, a couple of days last week, right after the Brian Flores news. They brought her on. Oh, I didn't know that. About yeah, they brought her on the set to talk about what it means for the league and, you know, how that relates to, you know, uh, Black History Month and, you know, kind of trying to put a little twist on that. And then that was just my reaction was that, oh, well, you know, if they brought her on to be a correspondent and basically kind of do kind of like what the undefeated does, right? Because they write stories and articles about, you know, Black History Month, you know, things that are part of the black culture, things like that. Um, I'm like, wait, they, they had Jamel Hill. Not that I'm not that I'm saying Jamel Hill should come back. Not that I'm saying that um the network regretted, you know, letting her walk. Um, I'm just again, that was just my initial reaction. Uh, but you know, shout out to Angela Rye, you know, for you know, getting the gig. 
Well, I could say I can give you my reaction right off rip. I don't like it. I think she's going to be underutilized because she don't talk enough about sports and ESPN is not going to want to talk that much about politics. I mean, that was the reason why Jamel Hill was fired because of her political, even though it wasn't on network, her political stance is, is what yeah. got her got her dismissed from ESPN. Um, mm-hmm. Angela Rye is going to want to get on there and, and, and really talk the talk. And there's yep. no way that you expect, there's no way that I believe that ESPN is going to let her get on there and talk her talk the way she want to talk her talk. Mm-hmm. And she's not going to have much of an opinion on the sports side of it, if any opinion on the on, on, on on the sports side of it. I don't, and I don't know her sports background, but I know it ain't extensive that of Jamel Hill. And I guess it don't necessarily have to be that extensive, but, um, but I, you do, you do expect her to be able to talk some, some sports on a sports network. So either she's going to be underutilized because it ain't that many political uh, topics, or she's just going to be that face that, you know, can every now and then throw you know throw the political side on it. She's more yeah. a political person than Jamel Hill, but not the sports person that Jamel Hill is. So I mean, for him, the uh, congratulations. Let me let me say that on getting a bag, whatever bag that is that ESPN gave her. Um, but I, I mean, for me, I don't I don't even think that's a I don't think that's a good marriage. I mean, you're only going to bring her on in my the way I see it, and I could be wrong because yeah. I like mm-hmm. again I don't know her background. But I only see her coming on when shit like this happened. Brian Flores happened when shit like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's going to be cool to see her like, oh, you know, that's Angela Rye. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. But um, it's not like I'm going to see her being – I don't see her being on on a on a ESPN show every day. I don't see her um, – right. you know, it's going to be kind of that floating thing when these Once types of week, things happen. Maybe. Yeah, like once a week I or mean, something like that. I mean, I don't even know. I don't even know if it'll be that often because I don't know how many legal things or political things happen weekly that ESPN really want to get into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, you might be right, and and I think this climate is different than the climate when Jamel was there. You know, what was she been with three years now? It's been what three, four years since she's been. Away from ESPN, yeah. So I I I do definitely think the climate is different now than it was when Jamel Hill was still there. Um, I do agree with you that the whole thing with her in sports, there's certainly you know question marks about how much knowledge she has about it. I do think this. I think the undefeated. I think that I think that's sort of a space where she's going to be mostly utilized at. Uh, when you saw so, her on ESPN last week, I ain't mean to cut you off. What, 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 she was on first. She was on first take last week. You said on you yep. know with the Brown Flores. So essentially, she came on there and talked about Brown Flores and got a ball for there. And is that yes. correct? It was just about the Brown Flores stuff and yeah, about see, the legal stuff. Yeah, that yeah. that that seems that that seems like that's what it's going to be for me. So it's like you know. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, by all means, get your bag, you know, and if that's what they're going to bring you on for, by all means, then that, mm-hmm. then that's the capacity she's going to be used in. But I think I, I still feel that, you know, she she would probably be underutilized being that she's a professional at broadcasting. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think a sports broadcasting platform is her is her bag, but I could yeah. be wrong. I don't know. I, I think that undefeated, um, the undefeated platform where writers get in there and they do their articles and all those things. I think she's going to be more on that platform than she is on a first take or get up or any one of those 
ESPN shows because the other what's, really you, what's her right what's her writing background and, 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 I'm, and I'm asking because I don't know what's her writing background her writing background that, see that's the thing I'm not so certain about the writing background per se I can only just relate it to the number of times I see her on CNN the number of times she's on like MSNBC those you know those political network platforms is what I'm solely kind of, you know, basing this off of without knowing whether she has any kind of writing, you know, or not. I don't know if she considers herself a journalist or not. That that's the that that's the thing for me is I I, I don't know what she considers herself, you know, prior yeah. to her signing up with ESPN. But I'm sure yeah. they're gonna find a place for her. I'm 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 sure I'm sure they're or gonna not. Find we we know we we know history wise ESPN has a a strong, strong, strong yeah. flaw in yeah. uh, not not spreading out the work evenly. So I mean, yep. I'm not so sure. I'm not so yep. sure that they, that that they're going to yep. find something for. Her. Um, yep. like I said, congratulations if that's the bag she wanted and she got mm-hmm. it. Congratulations to her. But um, that don't just don't sound like a a, a good marriage to me. Just there's a, there's just, reason, just don't face value. She there. There's a reason they got her. I, Sure, but I'm, yeah, I'm interested but to find out. I'm I'm interested I, to find out though. I'm not. I, I mean, I, 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 I'll, I'll be yeah, I'll be glad not. to see her. I'm not, but I'll be glad to see her if I <laughs> pop on the TV and see or see her on Instagram. Oh, that's what's up. But I'd be lying to you. I don't. I ain't interested to see her right. on ESPN. I'm just not. All right. Well, then look. So I gotta I gotta reshuffle my top five ESPN females. I got, I got to shuffle that list now. Now that Angela Rye is uh, part of the network. So, mm-hmm. so she in my top five. And of course. Um, I'm, I, I, and, and I like Monica McNutt, but I got, I, I got I to get her off the top five for Angela Rye. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So what's your five? Uh, it's still Molly. Who the fuck that now? It's, it's, it's Molly. It's still Cassidy Hubbard. Um, Malika Andrews, Kimberly Martin, and now Angela Rye. Hmm. Let's hear it, Maestro. Let's hear it. Nah, nah, I'm going to be honest with you, bro. (laughs) I don't know who the fuck is at ESPN, Trey. (laughs) Like, I know... Um, Cassidy's still there, so Cassidy's number one for me. Molly's number two. Angela Rye is... Angela Rye's number three for me. Matter of fact, Cassidy, Angela Rye... Molly, mm-hmm. um, I can't tell you what Kimberly Martin looked like. No disrespect. Um, I see, I see you, t- you tweet her a lot. Um, yeah. I can't tell you what she looked like. Monica McNutt is from PG County. She, 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 she gets yeah. there on on general principle. And I got to put Malika because I know what Malika looks like. <laughs> mm-hmm. So no L Duncan. N- nah, and no Kimberly Martin because I don't. I just can't tell you. I couldn't tell you what okay. Kimberly Martin looks like. I can understand you not putting Kimberly there, but. L. L. Duncan, because I know you, yeah. you've been slightly high on her. In the I like her. I, I I I find that I like her personality, and 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 I guess I guess that would I guess ideally that could that should be enough. But um, I'm vain, so no, so right. no, she's off the top five. All right, respectfully, because I think she dope. I think she dope from what I see her yeah, on. She, she, like she I seen her. She cool. She seems yeah. like she's a cool, you know, person to hang around. That's cool. Not like they, not like they're thinking about me, no way. So I, uh, you know. Of course, of course, we just do this for fun. So uh, the the football team, man. Um, 
I, I, I don't like the new name, bro. I don't, I don't, I don't like yeah. it. I, I wasn't going to anyway, because I right. said, if there's not going to be Red Tails, then whatever they picked, it, it, it just wasn't going to be that for me. I will say this, though. I like that black jersey, man. Why? I like that like black jersey. No, like I just like the black jersey. It don't look oh. like Pittsburgh to me at all. But oh, okay. um, Cause, uh, you'd be surprised how many people kept comparing it to the Steelers jersey. Yeah, I don't think it look like Pittsburgh jersey at all. Because mm-hmm. okay. it's a black. Yeah, I don't, yeah, no, nah, I just like the okay. jersey. Okay, all right. Just just letting you know mm-hmm. what people been saying about it. But yeah, I, um, I haven't heard that. But I haven't. I was. I haven't been looking either. Um, but I'll say this. I'll mm-hmm. say this about the name. Um, and it's it's like I, you know. I I was alive when the uh, bullets were changed from the bullets to the wizards, and everybody hated it, and they hated the jerseys, and they hated the colors, mm-hmm. um, and and you know what? They eventually got over it. Um, the, much is going much the same with this situation. The commanders is a trash ass name. I agree one hundred percent. But you know what? Give it about give it about a year, two years. We'll we'll all be saying the commanders like like it was never the Redskins or the never Cowboys the football team for that matter. The Cowboys commanders rival like that don't even like yeah I get it. It's got to take some time, but that I mean that don't even. It's going to it, yeah. Right it's going yeah. It's 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 just going to happen. It's what it is. Um, uh, I I tell you what I have seen the Twitter um the Twitter theorists the conspiracy theorists on Twitter. Um, yeah. Have you ever looked up the definition of commanders? I've never looked up the definition. Let me look at the, let, let me Google it for and you. I'll be um, with you. I'm not even sure I want to, for real. Uh, <laughs> I'm not even sure um, I want to, man. <laughs> look, I, I'm, I'm I'm just taking me a second. Commanders. Yeah, I'm looking it up too. Okay. Yep. Yeah. A person in authority especially over a body of troops or a military operation. That's not the one I was, that's not the one I saw. Um, mm. I'm, I'm trying to, it gets, it get, in, my, in short, it gets racist. In short, it has racial yeah. undertones, in yeah. short. Um, yeah. but, I, I'm I mean, trying to find it. Reading what I just read, I, I immediately just thought, okay, this has something. Oh, to yeah. Do well, military, military kind of, yeah. yeah, military kind of gets rid of racial for me. But there was a definition that I saw um, that was, that was, that was, it had a real racial undertone and I didn't care for it. And it seemed like, right. That was my point. It, that was my yeah. point. It was like, oh, so y'all don't, you don't want us to, right. You know, so if we can't represent the oppressed, we'll represent the oppressor. And and people were talking about, you know, that being a, uh, one point yeah. for Dan Snyder. Yeah. You know what? Forget them niggas, man. <laughs> Hey, I, hey, I'm that's, not a that's, fan, that's, so that's, that's that's where I'm with. That's where I'm at with it, bro. I'm not a uh, fan, so my feelings ain't hurt. Yeah, nah, I, I I hear you, bro. Um, but they had the team store open. They had like the ribbon cutting, you know, for yeah. the, you know merchandise and all that. You gotta roll it out. Oh, you gotta roll Danny it out. Boy, Danny Boy was up there taking photo ops and all this stuff. Like, like nigga, ain't you supposed to be like behind the scenes or something? It's your wife. Supposed to be running a team like why are you up there, man? Like you know, you know what's 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 more interesting to me is that he can do it and and I and I get security is there and all those types of things, but mm-hmm. he can get there and and there not be an incident. Yeah, I mean that's that's, that's, that's interesting to me. 
Yeah. Not necessarily a physical incident, but at least a verbal incident was like, yo, like the fuck? Mm-hmm. You right. you've been out here tripping. Right, right. Hey, just a quick uh, shout out to uh Mocha Bella in the Facebook live chat. Also exploring radio online station checking in. What's good, everybody? Appreciate y'all. Um back to the football team. Um so they had this congressional hearing last week, a day after they announced a new name. And I didn't get a chance to watch any of it. I'm, a, I'm just being 100% honest. I had um, no interest to watch it, to be even more honest. But I will say this. Um, I've heard that there were new allegations that were brought to that congressional table. I'm not sure if these are new women that didn't come forward the first time, women that weren't named in the Washington Post article from a year ago. But um, it's just funny how the league uh, just keeps, you know, wanting to put a bow on this thing. And, you know, I don't know what, I don't know. And, Not you know, funny I, to I me. Hope, and, I, and, I, and I hope that the women can, you know, get some kind of, you know, justice out of it, meaning, hey, get the league to come speak out about it. Get them to at least say something. Um, but it, it doesn't look like it's going to be that way. It's just going to nope. be business as usual. You know, we mm-hmm. got a Super Bowl. We got a Super Bowl to, you know, play here and, you know, coming Sunday here. So we, we, we're not going, we're not going to talk about that. That that's, that's the vibes. That's the vibes I'm getting, you know? From yeah. There, so, yeah. I mean, I'm telling you, it was one of the quietest, uh, announcements of a hearing. Um, I promise you, I had no, uh, outside of you telling me, I didn't know it was happening. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't know where I could see it. I didn't know. I don't know what the results were from it. I don't know nothing about nothing. It seems like they just mm-hmm. whatever. That's definitely what that means. kept quiet. Yeah, I will say yeah. that. I, I will say that's that, not, that. That's not on. I, that's not on accident. I saw. I first heard about it on Channel Nine in DC's Twitter account. Um, one of their anchors promoted it and it was supposed to be an online viewing of the congressional i don't know what website that was and you know at this point you know i'm, I'm not gonna uh, search for it but that's where i first heard about it and then when you kind of type in the search box for you know wft congress not a lot of folks were commenting on it not a lot of people were promoting this except for the people that really were involved with it or the people yeah. um or the very few dc media that was covering it right. last week so um so you know there there's that um i hope they find about, closure i i hope so too i i, I the women know, i mean let me see yeah i i get you i get you i, I hope that they find uh some kind of closure but um hey man for me it's still hashtag sell the team it's it's hashtag release the report for me so yeah but he don't gotta do it he ain't gonna do it and he ain't gonna sell the team nope and 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 his cronies ain't gonna do it for him either so nope that's what it is that's what it is yeah hey did you hear about uh leslie jones being told by nbc that she can't live tweet the olympics anymore no i saw that she was uh trending or something for some reason but um, I I never got into why. Yeah, she can't so live tweet about the Olympics. She can't live tweet about the Olympics. So I did a little bit of research, 
And I was looking at her Twitter page and for real, for real, she is literally live tweeting about all the events at the Olympics, like live. Like she's, yeah. it's as if she's doing commentary play by play while she's recording this, you know, on her on her Twitter feed. So I guess NBC was like, look, uh, <laughs> you you won't have to stop this, whatever. And and I guess from, from their perspective, they don't like the fact that she's getting traffic on her side because, you know, people are watching the Olympics or I should say most, I shouldn't say most people. I said, I think folks are taking interest in what she's saying about the Olympics. That's what's driving people to watch it. Otherwise, if, you know, cause you know, Leslie Jones, Leslie Jones is unfiltered. So, you know, that, you I mean, that's going to be like that all day. Um, but NBC came in and was like, um, you, you got to stop doing this, whatever. And, you know, she, you know, she wasn't happy about it, but, you know, she, she going to do. What okay. She maybe do. I'm lost on why they told her to stop. Why? Uh, I'm, why I'm, I'm not registered. Yeah. I'm not registering I, I, why. So I, and, and I didn't see this as an explanation, but my thinking is, is that um, I think people are, I think people are taking more of a liking to her commentating about the Olympics than people are watching it on oh, NBC okay. on their own okay, I did. television. Got you. Okay. I, I, I think that's I think that's why NBC came in and said that to her. Um, so what they think but when she stops tweeting that they're going to all of a sudden be interested in actually watching it on TV? That's what they think, but I don't think that's <laughs> the case because Leslie Jones. Um, and and look, I'm not. I am not a, an Olympics person. I, I don't care to watch the Olympics. I don't give a damn about the Olympics. I, nope. I, I I don't care. Even even as a basketball fan, and I know they yeah. you know they play you know overseas and all that. I don't even care about that. And when are they do? When are they? When are they gonna? I don't think they're gonna play this. You know, it's Winter Olympics, so I don't think they're gonna. Play. Oh no no no! I thought you were saying that they play in the Winter Olympics Olympics too, and I was about to say I never heard that. Oh no 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 no! I, I was oh, okay. just saying as a basketball fan, when right they right right right. The when they play in the summer, summer. I gotcha. I don't care. I, I I don't care. Yeah, and like I might catch a game or two, but I I'm definitely not like yo. When is when is USA playing Belgium? Like I ain't never doing yeah, no shit like yeah. that. Yeah, nah nah. But Leslie Jones, it appears people have taken a liking to how. Leslie Jones is doing play by play on Twitter of the Olympics. And oh, well, NBC ain't feeling that. Well, let me let me be clear. Um Les, uh NBC don't own fucking Leslie Jones Twitter. So uh, did she stop? That I don't know. I I kind of Yeah, cuz what the fuck? You don't own Twitter my after that. You don't own you don't I mean I, I you don't own my fucking Twitter. Like how you who are you to tell me uh, what the fuck I do with my Twitter? I, do they hire? Do they do they employ her? No. And it's so funny because you? it's funny because I at first I thought I thought at first the video that she took on Twitter I thought she was at the Olympics doing play by play and doing all the cussing and stuff. Yeah, and I was and I was like, oh snap! Like she really <laughs> she really going in on the broadcast at first, but then I realized. She was she was watching it at home. She was taking a video of herself watching it at home in her own house. So, 
So yeah, Man, NBC but yeah, you're right. Kiss. But you're right. You're right. Yeah. They, Who the fuck? They, they yeah. don't own Who her. They? They, don't, they don't own, they don't her. own her. They don't own her fucking social handle. And mm. unless she like what what could she have possibly said that was so damning to NBC or to the Olympics that they don't want her to uh yeah. talk about it. And right. even if they did, so the man, fuck you. You don't own my shit. I do what I want to yeah. do. Yeah. I think it's more about the traffic than it is about what she's saying. Man, but. man, but, but, hello, you might actually get a few people to watch the Olympics based off of what the fuck she's based saying. Based off of that. Yeah, right. Right. People ain't going to say, ooh, people who were watching the Olympics aren't going to be like, man, you know what? I'm going to stop watching the Olympics because Leslie Jones tweets are fire. Like, how does that even logically make sense? I don't know, bro. Fuck NBC. NBC, some frauds, bro. Just trying. Fuck NBC. Flex, flex the muscle, man. And I, and I would, I would, I would really hope that Leslie Jones would not stop doing what she's doing on their account. I don't know what her business dealings are, but um, I would, I would certainly hope that 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 she would be allowed to still. Yeah, I'm just trying. I'm just concerned on what her business. I'm just. uh, uh, I want to know what her business dealings are because how could you like? Why would they even? Feel like the the gall the gall of them the audacity of them to right, feel like they right. can tell somebody hey you can't tweet about us no more unless they unless they gave her a bag to not say nothing anymore which I I, I doubt but you you never know with these companies you you, you just never know yeah uh, yeah that's that's that I don't like that I don't like it hey um so I heard that this uh, Colin Kaepernick documentary is coming out that's going to be produced by uh, Spike Lee, Jamel Hill is going to be a part of it, and uh, a couple of other people I forgot. So you know, shout out to Kaepernick and Spike Lee yep. and Jamel Hill for shout out know, to them linking together and you know getting that popping off. So that's something I'm looking forward to seeing. And I actually got to watch the first Kaepernick documentary that Kaepernick produced. I still haven't yet to watch that. Mm, yeah, I haven't watched it. The one on Netflix. The one on Netflix. Yep. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet either. Yep. Yep. Uh, Stephen A. Smith versus Tiki Barber. Have you have you seen this uh, trending? <laughs> Man, you've been you you've been digging for stories, hey bro. You've been digging for stories this week. <laughs> you've been digging for stories this week. Man, ain't no football, man. I mean, the Super Bowl, but it's, it's one game, bro. You been, yeah, because you've been fucking digging. You ain't even got the NBA free agency. I mean, NBA trade that trade that. Oh, I'm talk co- oh, I'm gonna cover that. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying, bro. The way you digging up stories and, and <laughs> I'm just like, God damn, Stephen A. versus Tiki Barber. Not even, Stephen not even A. versus KD. Stephen A. Smith versus. I mean, you, if you want to talk KD versus Stephen A., we could talk that too. But um. So this is this is how it started. So Stephen A said something about the Giants on first take. And obviously this is about the Brian Flores lawsuit, right? This is mm-hmm. about him interviewing or about to interview with the Giants before the whole Belichick texting, you know, came about, right? Right. And so Stephen A was alluding to the Giants and saying, look, you know, y'all never had a black coach in the history of y'all franchise and that appears to be something you know um it has the perception of you guys being racist whatever sure um, okay and, and i'm kind of and i'm kind of paraphrasing what Stephen a said on first take but that's basically what he was alluding to in regards to the lawsuit and in regards to the giants and stuff so, okay 
So Tiki Barber, I sometimes listen to his show um, in the morning on uh, the fan of New York sometimes, right? So okay. um, there was an episode last week where someone called in and was basically trying to get Tiki to basically talk bad about the Giants, right? And Tiki didn't fall for it. He basically was like, nah, like you can't, you know, you're not going to get me to, you know, say nothing bad about them. And, you know, from Tiki's perspective, I understand like the way he feels about the Giants. I mean, he's, if not arguably the best, the best running back in the history of that team. So mm-hmm. of course he's, of course he's going to stick up for the Maras and for anybody else in that front office. But okay. homeboy, like, he, he was shedding tears over the radio because he started telling this story about how um, the owner, you know, did all this for him. And like, you know, they, they invited him to their dad's funeral or something like that. And he started getting like real emotional and stuff. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, on my timeline, everybody's pulling up the Django memes and stuff with DiCaprio and Samuel Jackson saying yeah. uh, Tiki was cooning over the, you know, over the airwaves, whatever. Um, so, but getting back to that. So Tiki Barber, basically, he didn't call out Stephen A. Smith, but he was basically saying, how could anybody, you know, or how could people like Stephen A. Smith saying, you know, these things about the Giants saying that they racist and, you know, they have this culture and all that stuff, whatever. So, and I, and I guess Stephen A. got a wind of that. And so la- yesterday's episode, at the end of the episode, Stephen A. basically said, yo, he, I mean, he, he went fat Joe on him. He was like, yo, Tiki, you don't know who I know. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I know some people in that Giants organization and I know a lot of things about you that I'm not going to, you know, put out there on the air because I'm, you know, I got too much respect, whatever. And so he basically was like, yo, watch yourself, stay in your lane. And that's all I got to say about it. That's basically what Stephen A said at the end of first take yesterday. Okay, but let me let me stop you for a second. So yep. you yep. to your account, you don't feel like Tiki Barber said anything to call out Stephen A. Smith. No, I, I don't I don't feel that way. I think I think I think Tiki was because he also he also mentioned Kareem Abdul-Jabbar because apparently Kareem was on um, CNN talking about the Giants and Kareem had an opinion that he thought there were some people that worked in the upper office in there that were racist and Tiki mm-hmm. was like wait you wait you're Kareem Abdul-Jabbar like what affiliation do you have with the Giants and I, and I, and I kind of agree with him in a sense like when you think of Kareem you're not thinking about New York sports, period. So, so, you know, so I could, but I can, so I could, no, I'm saying I can understand him reacting to Kareem in that way because you don't think about New York sports when you think about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Now, does that mean he doesn't know people that work there? No, it doesn't mean that. I'm just but saying. Damn sure I, mean, but you ain't got to... Okay, I guess what I'm getting at is that you ain't got to have affiliations to have an opinion. You can just look from, you can be on the outside looking in and feel like, oh, like, for instance, sure. outside of outside of you being from New York, you don't have any affiliations 
to the New York Giants. You, you, you I mean, for me, you mm-hmm. are the one that started the narrative. Just to me, not obvious to me, right. that, that narrative of them having the racist office because you was the first person that made me realize they've never drafted a black quarterback, never had a black quarterback, never had black co- head coach. You brought those things to my attention. I never would have yeah. realized it if had you not said it to me. So, right. um. You 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 can see that and have an opinion without having any ties. So does Tiki Barber have a right to criticize you because you don't have ties to the New York Giants? Um, I I would I, let me let me put it this way. Yes. In addition to that, I understand from his perspective. He played for this franchise. He knows these folks better than Kareem knows these folks. Um, I, I don't think that's cr- I don't think that's crazy to say that if we're talking about Tiki versus Kareem. I'm Tiki just talking about Tiki Barber saying I'm just saying Tiki having the having the opinion that other people who don't know the uh, Giants aren't allowed to have don't know the Giants organization aren't allowed to have an opinion. And I get why I get why that's a mm-hmm. taboo thing to say. But in, right. in, but in, in all reality. Everybody, what's the saying? Opinions are like assholes. Everybody got one. That that is, I'm allowed to have an opinion. I'm allowed to have an opinion, right? And based and based on that that you know that fact that they they don't hire black coaches, they haven't drafted black quarterbacks or had black quarterbacks up until Geno Smith. um, That's a reason. That's a reason to make an to make an assessment whether make whether assessment, right or wrong yeah. whether yeah. right or wrong that's a yeah. right to have an assessment. Um, mm-hmm. I, I get that Tiki Barber uh, feels uh, emotion and and the Murrays have done things for him that he will never forget and always be grateful for. But yeah. you being a little sen- in my opinion, Tiki Barber's mm-hmm. being a little sensitive. Um, look, yeah. man, and, and especially that crying spell. And especially, <laughs> especially in a time, yeah, that makes him look even crazier. But yeah, especially in a time where we're talking about Brian Flores and we're talking about the Giants, who clearly had mm-hmm. made their decision and it was about to and and essentially wasted a black man's time mm-hmm. because you had already hired who you you already knew who you were going to hire. You wasted my time because right. of the Rooney Rule. I get why they did it, but I'm just saying you wasted my time. Mm-hmm. You wasted my time. So yeah. So in a yep. time where we're talking about black people getting a, a shot, and your the organization you play for is that directly in the fire of not giving a black man a shot. Yeah, mm-hmm. you being a little sensitive, bro. You got to combine that. that. Combine that with the history of not having a black coach and not having a black quarterback for so many years before Geno started. You combine all those things. Yeah, people on the outside little, yeah. are gonna look at y'all and say, yo, like what, what what's going on? Like, yeah, you, you, you seem you know, a little sensitive and you seem a little, and, and you know, I, I don't like, th- I don't throw the coon word around, but I, I, it kind of applies. You seem, I'm not saying he is or ain't, when he, you when seem a little coonish <laughs> caping for that white man. When the conversation is about black men getting jobs that mm-hmm. like, that's, that's a that's a fair assessment. Whether right or wrong, it's a fair assessment. And yeah. at the end of the day, and at the end of the day, life ain't fair. So I ain't even really got to be fair to you. That's a fair fucking assessment. It's a it's a fair assessment. Um, but I don't I don't blame Tiki for reacting 
the way he reacted towards what Kareem had to say. I don't, I don't blame him necessarily for that, but Kareem is entitled to his opinion from the outside um, looking in, as well as Stephen A. Smith, regardless of whether he knows people that works in the Giants, which I'm sure he does because he has a connection to New York. So I would, I would think that he knows people there. Um, yeah, it's, it's just outside assessments. Um, yeah, and, 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 and to be honest with you even more, Trey, yep. I would venture that a legend like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar knows mm-hmm. some people in the New York Giants organization. I, 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 I'm willing to go out on a limb and say and that what, he knows. I was going to say, it's definitely out on a limb for certain because, yeah. and I'll say it again, I don't, I, don't think, I don't think of New York sports when it comes to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. But it wouldn't sure. surprise me, it wouldn't surprise me if he knew some people within that organization. It, w- it wouldn't surprise me one bit. Not in the slightest. In, in this day and age where you have access to social media and all kinds of, you know, people and connections that you can make, you know, between different sports and things like that. Like, yeah, in this day and age, you, you, you never know. You, you, you never know. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm not going to hold you, bro. I mean, you know, I Tiki Barber being a little sensitive about Kareem and about Stephen A. But that and, I agree and, with. That I agree with. Um, Stephen A. I'll say this: Stephen A. He basically threatened Tiki Barber with what he said at the end of the show yesterday. I mean, I, I wouldn't go as far as to say a threat, but uh, but I hear you. <laughs> I mean, you you basically telling a man, "Hey, watch yourself." I know I chill. know some things about you. Yeah, not, I, just, I don't, I don't, I don't just, consider those to be threats. It's like, yo, chill. Yeah, sure. I don't, not physical you, threats. Not it's physical me. Threats. It's me. I'm Stephen A. Chill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I ain't mad at that. I ain't mad at that. And and for real, for real, has Tiki Barber responded since then? Uh, I know he responded this morning, but okay. um, he, basically, he, he took the high road, basically. He just said, right. yeah, okay. Stephen A. Okay. He just basically said Stephen A. is one of the few black journalists, prominent okay. journalists, right. you know, so, in this country. So you, shouldn't, so you shouldn't open your fucking mouth in the first place. Chill. Stop being so, emotional. You know, so stop but, being emotional. But he shouldn't have but he shouldn't have cried on air like that. <laughs> he, he shouldn't I, have I said that. nothing. I, I, he I shouldn't have said nothing. Like, yo. But well, when you say he shouldn't have said nothing, you're saying when, what, should, meaning he shouldn't have said nothing criticizing criticizing people who are critiquing the New York Giants for what they just did mm-hmm. and and shamming fucking Brian Flores. No, you should chill. I don't give a fuck how about, about how you feel about the Mars. This ain't the time to be mm-hmm. caping for the Mars when mm-hmm. the Giants organization did what they just did. This ain't the time for that. Yeah. yeah Stop he, being emotional. He, he, he got, this yeah, ain't the time he, for that. He, he, he got too many ties to that team. That, that's why yeah, this ain't the time for that, and and yeah, this ain't the time for that. You you should have been a, like at the end of the day. Yes, I'm glad Demars helped you, and 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 they are responsible for your career and maybe your life, um, not your soul life, but a part of your a part of your life. I, I get definitely that. a part of but your life. Right, but right now, mm-hmm. right right now, nah, Slim, nah, you out of pocket, and you shouldn't have got got on the TV or got on media, got on crying. air, and been all uh, crying, crying and crying and. and and, and trying to call out Stephen A. Smith the story, and, and the story and wasn't necessary. Bar. The story it was, yeah, the, 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 he was the, out of pocket. The personal, the personal story to me, it it wasn't 
it wasn't necessary. Yeah. It has I'm, I'm nothing sorry. to do with what they're doing right now. Because the fact of the matter necessary. is, when you was a the fact of the matter is, is that when Tiki Bob was a player, he didn't have a black quarterback nor a black head coach representing mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. What are we talking about? I will, what are I will we talking about? This, I will say this: Jerry Reese was general manager for about ten years. I'll give him that. Other than that, yeah, it it looks suspect when you don't have a a, a black head coach in your history. Like that, that looks suspect to me. Hey man, I'm, I'm, I'm not. All I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to call them. I'm not calling the Maras racist. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm not at all. Not at right. all. I'm not calling them racist. But when you've had over a hundred years of being I'm that yes, franchise, and you don't, you never hired a black coach and never had a black quarterback until Gino just a few years ago. Hey. From the outside looking in, I kind of, I kind of am calling them racist. If not, if not racist in their heart, at least, uh, at least, uh, system, uh, taking a part of the system. Systemic. Yeah, yeah. At, at, I'm, at I'm least cool that. with that. Yeah, that so, I'm yes. cool with. So that I guess I'm I cool am with. calling them racist. Everyone, yeah. every, every single owner, the Rooney's included, every single one of them, if not in their heart, then by system. Yeah. 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 Uh, I forgot to mention this when we were talking about the coaches, but um. And you know, and and I don't like what the Jaguars did with um, Byron Leftwich. I don't like how they, you know, messed that situation up. Um, but they eventually got Doug Peterson to um, coach the football team. Um, I'll, I'll 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 say this about this particular hiring, and it's not, and I'm not shaming the Jaguars because of it's Doug Peterson. I'm shaming the Jaguars because they messed up getting the guy that used to play for them for so many years, arguably a top five Jaguar in the history of that team. Mm -hmm. You you botched an opportunity to hire a once upon a time face of your franchise at the head coaching position, all because you want to keep a general manager that's been firing head coaches the last four years. He's been a general manager. The boys club, man. Like I mean, just, I don't. I, the boys' club, man. I'm, I, Chad, I, I would love Chad you. Khan is a dumbass. I'm, I'm gonna just say it right here. Chad Khan is a dumbass. <laughs> boys' club, boys' club, man. You, I mean, I, I, I hear that you're calling him a dumbass because you wanted to see your black, your black representation. But the boys' club, man, it makes club, sense. Man, it's, it's beyond it's a, that. It's beyond that. It makes sense. The, the nostalgia. The dude played for your team. He, I mean. He's been a coordinator. He's been a successful coordinator. Like I promise you, the, but he checks I hear all you. the boxes. He checks all the boxes. You. I hear you, but all that nostalgia goes out the window if the Jaguars have a winning season this year. Sure, sure. So, I, so I hear you. Sure. Um, but all that, all all that, it, and that's, that's the that only the way it goes season. out the window. That's the only sure. way it goes out the window. But, but yeah. that, but, but, but. That is what that is what can happen. So it's like it's cool to say nostalgia and all those things, but they would they would be just as right in hiring Doug Peterson as they mm-hmm. could have been in hiring Byron Leftwich if this Jaguars sure. team is a winning. You know, so so it's like so it's like no. It's at the end of the day, the mm-hmm. boys' club is going to do what they do inside of their club, and Byron sure. Leftwich, unfortunately, is not a part of that that them plans. So and and again, you know, no shade, respect. no shade on Doug Peterson. He won a Super Bowl with a backup quarterback. I, I I have no 
Like I have no problems with Doug Peterson on a personal level. It's just and, the Jaguars had somebody right there in their hands and they, they kind of, you know, they kind of botched it, but you're right. They have to, if they get a winning season, then all that, all that goes away. Yeah. I don't want to fire my GM. I want to roll with my GM. I mean, and I don't like it, but it just is what it is. I mean, again, I respect Barbara Leftwich for just saying, you know what? I'm in a good situation right now. I don't gotta, I ain't gotta subject myself to that bullshit. Right. Yeah, so, exactly. But good for Barbara yeah. Leftwich on that. Right. No, no doubt. No doubt. No doubt. Um, hey, let, let, let's, let's, let's transition, man. Uh, NBA trade deadline. Um, it, it, it's been some weird stuff today, bruh. Um, so, so the Kings made a trade with the Pacers, I think. Yep. Um, and they traded uh, Halliburton, their uh, point guard. I think, yep. what, drafted what last year, I think, right? I believe so. And, yeah. Um, so they traded him to Indiana and they sent back to the Kings uh, to bonus. Uh, they sent back Miles Turner and um, a couple other players. And I think Miles Turner, you sure Miles Turner went? I, I thought Miles Turner went. With no, them. I don't think Miles uh, Turner went. I know Sabonis went think? for sure. Okay. I don't think. Okay. But I'm sure Miles Turner went. I mean, I'm sorry, Sabonis went. Sabonis, Sabonis went. Uh, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. You keep yeah, talking. I, I ain't mean hold on. I ain't no, mean no, hold on, like, stop talking. Yeah, I, for some reason, I, I thought that he was, he was, he was a part of that. Um, Okay, so they're saying that um, that trade he wasn't in the trade, by the way, Miles. Right, he wasn't a he right. wasn't a part of it, but they're saying that that particular his future trade has been decided have an effect on that. Right, yeah. I right. mean the Pacers are unloading basically. That's basically yeah. what they're doing. Right, right. Um, they traded Karis Levert to the Cavs, which I think is a, a a great pickup for the Cavs. You know, given where they're at and the standards in the East right now. And, you know, they get Karis LeVert, a guy who can, you know, get his own shot, create his own. Um, you know, that, I, I think that's big for the Cavs there. So Yeah, you know, I saw your tweet. I, I saw your tweet, and I, I would love yep. to be – I would love to hear your, your thoughts on it. Um, that you think that the Cavaliers with Karis LeVert make an Eastern Conference Finals. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, I didn't say definitely. Okay. I didn't say definitely. Okay. I said maybe. So you don't think so you think that they are and I don't know who the five seed is, right? I know that I know the Cavaliers are like a four seed right now. Um mm-hmm. you think they are they are past a one round exit with this Karis Levert deal? I think they get out of the first round. Okay. That. I think that's a definite that they get out of the first round. I don't okay. know that they can I don't know that they can beat a Philadelphia or obviously Brooklyn if all their guys back together um i guess we we could talk about that too but they're definitely not beating the nets if all three of those guys are there um and and the heat and the heat we we can't forget about miami i think they're the one seed right now um i don't think they beat the heat um if they're healthy as well so but i do think they they get out the first round because you're talking about you're talking about basically going up against a charlotte or, you know, and, and I know Boston's got Tatum and Brown, but, you know, they, they, they've kind of been up and down uh, this season. And, you know, the Hawks are starting to come on a little bit. So, and, you know, the run they made last year, maybe they got some experience there. But, yeah, I, I, 
I think I think the Cavs, this I think this is what they needed at least for the now. A guy mm-hmm. that can, you know, create for himself and get his own shot. And a guy that's clutch. I mean, we, we saw it with the Nets before they got there, you know, KB and Kyrie and stuff like that. We 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 saw it, you know, for a little bit there. So um I, I like this move for the Cavs. I really do. Okay, well, I, I think you're giving him a little more credit, but uh, yes, I do agree that they get out the first round. I don't, I don't know, I don't know that I draw all of those inferences from Karis LeVert. Karis LeVert is a good player. Don't yeah. get that confused. Good player. Um, uh, I, I, I seen him play well in, in playoff games. I wouldn't necessarily call him clutch with that with the sample size that I that I've seen. Um, but and but you know this. This is a good Cavaliers team already. This is definitely yep. an upgrade. Um, I I think I think he's a I think he gets you out the first round. I think that's where it ends um, for me. So I mean, yeah, more power to him. You 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 try to build a team around it. I don't I don't know exactly what their plans is as far as getting a team around Cleveland um, because it's not well, like Garland anybody... is the Rook Garland is good too. So yeah yeah you know we'll we'll have to see how that. Perry how he develops fits. how yep. he develops yeah 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 we'll we gotta see, see how he that. develops but i mean it's not like i mean we're looking at garland like he liked that but we're not looking at him like he he not one of those rookies that's just go, that came out and was you know up there right, out the right. you know out the stratosphere type thing so right. um so we still don't know how he's going to yeah. show how he's going to develop i i'm just saying a big part I, of why I, they're winning though too a big part of why yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah yeah for certain for mm-hmm. certain for certain mm-hmm. I'm I'm just not ready to I'm just not ready to make any yep. expectations for the Cleveland Cavaliers because Curtis Levert went to the Cleveland sure, Cavaliers. Sure. They'll 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 stay pat. Like I said, they'll stay pat. There, if you're a top four seed, you should get out of the first round. That type of thing. And in this day and age of playing defense, they got the number one defense in the league. So you know that's something yeah. to to you know hang their hat on. Even though everybody gives up. 100 plus points. That's saying, I about to say, there's no way, you know there's no way you're getting me to hang my hat on that in 2022. So, well, that's why, that's why I put the quote. Yeah, yeah. Mark yeah. Said, this day and age of defense, which right, is but really then you say hang, not. but then you say hang your hat on it. I mean, they could, they could be exit, they could be kicked out of the first round for that defense. Sure. The same way they can get to the next round for that defense. So, like sure. I said, for me, for me, it's a good move. Let me mm. start there. It's a good move, but it don't, it don't, it don't excite me. It don't move the needle for me. It's just a good move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel, I feel you. Um, um, and, and then we talked about. Um, I, I guess there's no point in talking about Sacramento. Sacramento got uh, Sabonis, but it's like he kind of. I don't know what the hell them niggas is doing. But well, know. essentially, all they're doing is unloading. I mean, well, the Pacers are just unloading, so they'll they'll get. You yeah, know, we know the, what the Pacers are doing. I don't right. know what the Kings are doing. Because yeah. that's a dude. Mm-hmm. I thought that uh, Halliburton. Because I'll tell you what, because a lot of Knicks fans wanted to pick Halliburton in a draft. Instead, we got Obi Toppin that year. And right. a lot of cats was like, yo, like, we needed a point guard. Like, we, we could have had Halliburton on the squad, whatever. And Halliburton, I would say, for the most part, has played well with Sacramento. So that's why it's a bit puzzling for me. Like, why wouldn't they just try to build the team around him? Because you know, the Kings have no interest years. in building a team. Because the Kings have no interest in building a team. That is a fact, sir. <laughs> <laughs> man, uh, CJ man. McCollum goes to the Pelicans, man. Yeah, that 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 
that's a trade I don't get. Like between those two teams, because what the the Blazers get Josh Hart back, right? I, like I, I don't. Uh, Josh Hart and um um uh, yeah, and some other players. I think that's right? the mid. Uh, I forget the cat. He used to Sadaransky. Like some, it's some other. Oh, Tomas, some Tomas, just, right, right. Yeah, Sadaransky used to play for the Wizards. Yeah. Yep, um, yep. just some random players. Um, it, it's clear, it's clear that uh the Blazers are getting ready for the demise. The they they said that they said they do that. They said they're doing that to try to build, you know, to try to build around Dame. But Who you don't get rid of that. Who the hell going to Portland, bro? Yeah, like what you think you're gonna get a a, a top a top tier wing player to what come you, play with Damian Lillard? Like, what do y'all nah. think? Like, come on, come on. And you know, yeah. I, I I ain't gonna front. I I I feel bad for Chauncey and and Dane. I I I, I feel bad for him. Um, I mean, hell, I probably, feel bad for CJ McCollum. Well, in in what sense? What is he gonna do in New Orleans? Oh, not a damn thing. But what was he gonna do in Portland? So so they all in the same shit ass boat, right? And, but that's what makes this trade puzzling for me because. Nobody has really moved any needle here. This I'm is just, just saying you should feel teams. sorry for all. You should feel sorry for all parties involved. Is all my point is. All CJ McCollum got traded, and he just got traded to essentially the Blazers. He just got traded well, to the same team. Well, here's why I don't feel bad for all parties. Number one, the Blazers. Um, this is first. This is Chauncey's first season as head coach. So I'd like to see black coaches you know, thrive in the league, number one. Number two, um, we know we know what the Blazers are doing, right? Like we we know exactly what's going on there. And and they can talk all this, well, we want to build another, you know, we want to build around Dane. That's why we're unloading, you know, some of these players. Cause they because they sent um they sent Robert Covington out of there too. I forget where he went. Um oh I didn't know and, that. And, yeah, yeah, they 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 moved him too. So um, so it's like we know what y'all doing. The Pelicans, I I, I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> I don't you kind of do doing. though. You kind of huh? do though. You kind of do though. Really, I don't know what they're doing. Zion is Zion gonna play again? That's like, what I'm saying. Like. Like they're all they're really doing, all they're doing is bringing somebody over there to get you kind of excited, and 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 then you just sit there and not be excited. They're not building a team. We know CJ. I mean, I ain't gonna say we know CJ McCollum ain't a number one, but we're pretty sure that CJ McCollum is not a number one guy, and Zion Wilson is not playing. And I don't. And look, I get that he was on the run that he was on when he got actually got to play, you know, early in his career. But I never believed that Zion Williamson was going to be this great, you know, wing player that could shoot and drive and dunk and and, and do all the things that he was doing. I, I didn't believe he was going to be able to sustain that at that level for a career. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, for me, it's like you just doing you just you just doing shit to get shit off. Like unfortunately, the Wizards are doing some of the getting ready to do some of the same some of the same shit. And the fact yeah. that the Wizards couldn't get Sabonis, and now Bradley Bill got a out wrist injury, a wrist injury that's got him out for the for the rest of the year. And again, I'm not saying he's not injured. I'm just saying. I was gonna say, what's your theory? What's your theory on that? I'm saying that he don't want to be there no more. That's my theory. He don't want to be no be there, no more. Be there no more. And, 
And and you know what? Good for him. But also, mm-hmm. he got to get this smoke tray because for the John past vibes. <laughs> for no nah, no nah, not John Wall vibes. But he definitely got to get. He could never be John Wall in DC. But and I said no, 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 I'm not talking from that standpoint. I'm talking about oh. not playing. I'm just talking from that well, standpoint. John I, Wall collected money in Houston to be on the bench. Man, Bradley Bill, like we we kind of paid him like he was a number one guy. And at the end, and he's had moments. Let me not act like he hasn't had moments. But he's not a number one guy. He's not a number one guy. He need a number, he need to play with a number one guy. That's 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 okay. I mean, that's I'm, I'm, it's, it's, it is okay. It is okay. Yeah, but we kind of yeah. have been treating him for the past three, maybe four years, maybe mm-hmm. five years, like he was a number, like he was that guy, like like we were in good hands and that we just needed to mm-hmm. build around him. And that's not we yeah. that's not the case. That's not the case. He's not a number one guy. Yeah, he was definitely the Wizards' number one guy. Um, there's a difference, but, but I'm yeah. talking about, but I'm talking about, but yeah, but you know, I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about I know, the number I know. one. Yeah, I, I get it, I get it. But I, I always say this about players and teams, like with the wide receiver position in the NFL. There's, a, there's your number one receiver, no matter where you put him, no matter what team you put him on, he's the number one receiver, and then you have a team that's got their number one guy that's number one for them not necessarily for anybody else it's the same thing with brad beal yeah but in more in 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 more situations than not when you don't have a that dude and you have a our dude Mm -hmm. you more likely not to go far with our dude you got a better chance of getting where you're trying to go to with that dude yeah and there's not many of them it's not many of them in the league bro (laughs) If there was, and, the league would be more exciting for certain. But it's the I was gonna say that, but it's certainly the reason why we get uh you know Warriors Brooklyn Buck you know is the reason why it's those types of people in the in the finals, you know what I'm saying? That got that guy and that our guy. Mm-hmm. So Giannis is that guy now. Um, you kind of got it. I mean, he got the chip now. You got he. Mm-hmm. I I can't. If he didn't, you know, I would be on that. I'd be on that same thing I was on if he didn't win it. But let's be clear, he won it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't. I can't sit there. Okay. I can't sit here and act like. Yeah, I can't sit here and pretend like he didn't win the chip. Right. Especially no, in the way he won you. it in the close. Especially the way he did it in the closeout game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I got you. I, I, I got you, bro. Um. Oh, my bad. Um. So I, I guess we can we can get to the Super Bowl and uh, you know kind of put a bow on the show here. Um, uh, let me let me just give you a round of applause, man, because you've been oh, digging for story. You've been digging for stories all episode, man, and you found these motherfucking stories oh. this episode. Oh. You found them because yeah. I didn't. I mean, I seen some of that <laughs> stuff, but never in a million years, never in a million years that I think that we'd be talking about Stephen A. versus Tiki Barber. So kudos to you, well, brother. That story was dug up. That that story was dug up long before, <laughs> long before this this episode was, you know, for certain. I mean, I had it in my notes. So um, yeah, it it was gonna get talked about. <laughs> it, it was certainly gonna be discussed because 
I, you know, the first time I saw it, I was I saw Stephen A. You know, little twenty second clip of the end of the show, and I was like, "Hold up, what what the hell happened?" <laughs> so I had to do mm. all the digging and stuff, and yeah, yeah. Um, look, man, it's it's the end of the basically the end of football season. You're gonna be a fine ESPN. You're gonna be a fine. You're gonna be a fine journalist when BSTP becomes a network, man. Look, in my head, it's a network already, bro. I, I, just nah, gotta I feel make, you. I just got to make the moves, man. Just got to make mm-hmm. the proper moves. That's all. That's all. Um, so you and I, I, I think we're on the same page here. Um, Rams are winning the bowl, right? Yep. Yeah. I mean, I wish I could, you know, offer up some analysis. But really, for me, it's it's that simple. You're in your own building. The path was like, it, it was perfect. You know, you didn't have to go to Green Bay. You didn't have to play the Cowboys and you beat Tom Brady. Like, I mean, the path I mean, be perfect for you. So I don't know about it being perfect, but I mean, I mean, you, 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 they did beat the Super Bowl champions. I don't know about it being perfect. No, um, that's what I'm saying. And, that's what I'm saying. They, they beat Brady. Oh, I, I, Okay, when you say perfect, I'm thinking you're saying like this was an easy path to the Super Bowl, and I was going to say I don't know if I can subscribe to that. Well, after they beat Tom Brady, they was able to get that game at home against San Francisco. They was able to do that because, you know, Green Bay couldn't handle their business. So, you know, imagine if they had to go to Green Bay. I'm I'm not sure I would have picked the Rams to beat Green Bay in that situation. So... I'm just saying that the bracket kind of fell right for them, you know, to get to this point. Okay. And really, well, I, there's nothing. You there's said nothing perfect. I don't. I don't that. agree with the term perfect. Yeah, I hear you. I, I, don't, I won't stretch it. I'm just saying I don't agree with the term perfect. Um, but yeah, I agree with you that the Rams are definitely going to win the Super Bowl. I will say this though. Um, I'm not sleep on Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, I believe, is going to show the hell out. Um, I just think that when it comes down to it, um, and it's always, it's just what I always say, man, stars shine. And OBJ, uh, Cooper Cup, Matthew Stafford, Von Miller, uh, uh, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, the stars shine, man. And I think they, I, I think that's going to just be the case this Super Bowl at home mm-hmm. when Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg is performing. I, I just, that's just the way I see it. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty much all L.A. vibes for me. I mean, it's the hometown boys at the halftime show, L.A., the Rams, show, Showtime Rams, that is. I'm going to call them the Showtime Rams. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it just all makes perfect sense for me. And, you know, and as much, you know, respect as I'm going to give the Bengals, um, yeah, I... It's the moment, man, and and I and I know Burrow is unflappable, but you know I'm uh, I'm 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 gonna keep bringing it up. Um, offensive line gotta play decent the way they did against Kansas City, even though Burrow helped them out on a few occasions. They get they gotta play they gotta play decent the same way because Donald and Floyd and you know Von Miller. That's that's one hell of a that's one hell of a defensive line. So yeah, um, they 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 gonna have to show up again. That's 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 yep. all I'll say to that. Yep. 
Yep. Any? Do you feel a way about Raheem Morris's comments about Jalen Ramsey? Basically, I mean, he basically said, you know, I'm gonna put him. If whoever get hot, that's why I'm putting Jalen Ramsey, and I put Jalen Ramsey against any any receiver in the NFL history, and I'll and 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 I'll take my you know take my take what come with it. Well, first off, I didn't hear that, so shout out to you for digging that up. Um, Jalen Ramsey, um, you know, I, I don't, cause I don't want to, I don't want to feel like I'm, I'm hating on Jalen Ramsey here. I, I, I do think he's, you know, one of the better corners in the league, but you, who you better can burn Jalen Ramsey. Anybody can get burned in NFL. Who do you think better than Jalen no, Ramsey? No, I, no, but I, I mean, like, like you've seen like guys like week in, week out you know, get them a few times. Um, so your question is what? Who do I think is in that, like, league of corners? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm, no, 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 no. There are obviously cornerbacks in his realm. I'm saying Jalen uh-huh. Ramsey is the best cornerback in the league. And I don't think that's, I don't think that's debatable. You, oh, so you, oh, you're saying he's the best in the league. He's the best corner yeah. in the league. He's the best corner in the league. I'm not saying he's, you know, eons above anybody. I'm just saying when mm-hmm. you're asking me to say who's number one, it's Jalen Ramsey. Mm, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm, I'm not prepared for that uh, debate. Okay. But I'll, you know, I'll, I'll take I'll take your word for it. Um, I I think that I think there's some corners out there that that deserve some love. Not saying that they should be over or under Jalen Ramsey, but mm-hmm. um, just but just uh, just in relation to what you said about Raheem Morris's comments and saying that you could put him on any old, you know, any receiver, whether they number ones, two, slot, whatever. Um, no, 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 no. He did say that, but he more, more so he said he would take what came with it. He would put him on any receiver in NFL history. Oh. Um, if That's Raheem, Michael Irvin. Right. If you're Raheem Morris, then yes, you have to put that out there. You say that, right. You you you, you have to say that. You You have to put that out whether yeah, you believe I mean, it in that yeah yeah even if whether you whether you've seen him get toasted a few times or not yeah you you gonna you better put him on uh on a guy like jamar chase or you know t higgins who i, I don't think we mentioned enough about t higgins uh the previous week but that was sort of a t higgins game against kansas city because of mm-hmm. you know that coverage that how jamar they were playing, chase was yeah. attracting and stuff, yeah. but yeah, you 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 gonna have to deal with him too. Yeah, and Tyler Boyd for that matter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Ryan yeah, Morris uh, deserves a job, by the way. He deserves to yep. be a head coach again in this week. He. He's, but yeah, Jalen Ramsey's the best. Yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah. You you say that. You say that. You get. You put your confidence in Jalen Ramsey. Um, but I will. I will. Uh, enter, let's entertain something. Uh, yeah. would you? The best receivers in the in the league, NFL history. NFL, I'm talking about history. Yep. How do you think he fares against, let's say, a Michael Irvin? Um Does he hold his own? That does he hold his own? I think he I think he holds his own. Now, how how tall is Jalen Randall? Six three, I want to say. Six three, and Irvin was six six. Six four, six five. Six, six four, six, six five, five, something, something like, that. like that. Something like that. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. Because Michael, he had the range, and he also was going to body you up, too. So, 
Yeah, I think he holds his own. I, I, I think he does. Mm-hmm. Jerry Jaylen Rice, you think he holds his own? Um, yeah. Oh, I know. There, uh, Ramsey can get physical with you too. So, um, and he would have got physical with those guys. And Jerry Rice, I think he would he would do the same. Yeah, hold his he, own. He would, he would do the same. Yeah, I, I think he'd hold his own. Yeah, I mean, like I said, especially especially in today's game. In today's game, um, mm-hmm. you know, you can defense is it's catered toward offenses. So, you right. know, yeah, you're just going to get beat sometimes. It's just going to happen. Right, right. You know, yeah. So, you know, now Randy, yeah, Jaden, because I because I think Randy was like when Randy was in his prime, he was fast. I think that I think for me, that's the thing about Randy Moss. I, I don't know if he would have held his own against Randy Moss just, but just because of the speed part, and I don't, and I don't think Jalen Ramsey is as speedy as uh, Randy Moss in his prime. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I'm t- I'm talking Minnesota Randy Moss. Yeah, yeah, no, just, yeah, I got you. Yeah. That, All right. That, so that yeah, that was a dude. <laughs> So I think so. So we both agree. Rams. Rams win. MVP. MVP guesses. Uh, Cooper Cup. <laughs> Cooper Cup. Okay. Cooper Cup. Yeah. he's probably Cooper. gonna catch another buck sixty, a touchdown or two, something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, man. I, 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 it's always easy for me to give it to the quarterback. It's always easy for the for me to do that. Of course. So, of course. Yeah, it's always easy for me to do that. I, I, I think. I think I'm with you on Cooper Cup just because of the year Cooper Cup has had, and mm-hmm. I just kind of, you know, it, I'm at this point you're kind of rooting for him. Um, but yeah. it's always easy to just give it to, to the quarterback, you know, of the course. guy who has the ball, and you know, the focus is on him. And and whether we like it or not, this is why he was bought to LA. Yeah, 